This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, we are back, hour number three. Phil Kirpin joining us now, American Commitment. Phil, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Always a joy having you. You wrote an article article here recently talking about more debt without spending reform is dirty. And by the way, we couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's just, it drives me nuts. There's all the headlines, everything I see in the media about this debt ceiling debate. They say, oh, Democrats want a clean debt ceiling increase. Democrats want a clean, clean, nothing attached. Republicans are blocking their clean. And I'm like, what, what is clean about jacking up the national debt? Nothing. nothing it's the dirtiest thing you could ever do. You're just passing like, the debt on to our future generations. Completely backwards the way they talk about it. So I had a little bit of a rant in that column, but that was main, the main point. Well, and by the way, your rant is... Uh, is very appropriate, by the way, because if we don't get this cleaned up, you know, I, I guess the question, Phil, I'm not an economist, but I do understand math and numbers and so on. And I real and I know uh, I, I hope everybody else does as well. You cannot continue to operate a country and keep adding trillions and trillions and trillions of debt. People don't even realize what a trillion dollars is anymore. It's a huge amount of money. We just can't keep doing that. It's going to come to roost at some point. Yeah, look, I mean, the national debt's $31 trillion. The CBO now says it's going to be $50 trillion 10 years from now. Uh, you know, the United States Treasury, under Johnny Yellen, the Biden Treasury, they've got a projection that they just put out a couple of weeks ago out to, the, to like, the year 2100, which, you know, it's kind of silly. It's almost like a climate model at that point. Who knows what's going to be happening in the year 2100. But I'll tell you, they've got GDP rising to 600%, they've got uh, debt, rather, rising to 600% of GDP by the year 2100. Now, let me tell you something. There's no chance anything like that will ever happen, because between here and there, you would have a collapse. You would have a crisis. Yep. And so, you know, we're going to change the course around one way or the other. We're either going to get ahead of it and change some of the policies that are driving it, or we're going to be forced by events, forced by a crisis to change the course that we're on, and that would be a lot more painful. Phil, how many husbands and wives gather around the dinner table and say to each other, honey, let's just have a clean debt increase? Well, yeah, that's no strings thing, right? attached. I mean, just spend happen. all you want. I mean, you know, I know some couples where, you know, one of them might want to do that. <laughs> okay. And, and the other one keeps know, them in check. Hopefully. You know, I mean, yeah, right. Or there's some where, they, where there's nobody keeping them in check. They end up in a bankruptcy court. Uh, Which, by look, the way, as a country, Phil, if, we don't, if we're not careful, that's where we're headed. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, okay? If you think about it like a, uh, think about it like a, like a private business, all right? If you had a private business that had maxed out all of their sources of credit and their millions of dollars in debt and they're running losses every single day, they're losing more money, and they went to the bank and they said, uh, we're, we're, we've run through all of the money that we have, we've got massive losses every day, we need you to lend us more money. 
And the bank said, well, what's your plan to turn things around? And you said, I have absolutely no plan to change anything. Actually, Just Phil, I'm going to add something to that. Doing the exact same thing. Phil, I'm going to add something to that. No, no, no. We're actually going to make it worse because essentially what the country is doing and what that business would have to respond to the banker and say is, you know what? We're going to do absolutely nothing about it. In fact, next year it's going to be twice as worse as it is this year, and I'm going to be right back at you next year for the exact same thing. That's what the answer would be. Yeah, look, I mean, the debt outlook, the 10-year debt outlook from CBO is now $6 trillion worse than it was when Biden came into office. Wow. $6 trillion worse in, you know, two years. Well, where's the right. uh, $1.5 trillion dollar savings worse. Joe keeps talking about? Well, what he's talking about is very deceptive. What he's talking about <laughs> is the annual the annual deficit, because so much of the one-time COVID spending rolled right. off. He's saying, hey, my deficit was smaller than last year. Well, right. yeah, but it was always going to be smaller than last year. That was in all the projections. Exactly. That's not an accomplishment. Exactly. Uh, I, I, again, Phil, I, this stuff just, as you can tell, it drives me absolutely crazy because at the end of the day, it is the average taxpayer, like all of us are right now, everybody listening, that has to flip the bill for this. Yeah, look, all of this government spending has to be paid for one way or the other, right? Uh, either you're going to have higher taxes uh, or you're going to have uh, higher inflation. Which and, we have you know, now. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, look, we all know how they paid for the, for the COVID spending. They paid for the COVID spending by having the Federal Reserve print the money. And right. we all paid for it every time we bought anything. You bought right. food, gasoline, anything. And so, you know, if you don't have a plan, if, you just, if, you're, if your non-planned plan is just to keep spending and to change nothing... Well, we know what you, we know what the Democrats are really advocating. They want you know the experience we just had with all the COVID spending driving inflation. They want to make that like chronic. They want to make that a normal feature of American life forever. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, Phil, too, they you know they would love to have us. You know, there there are individuals out there that would love to see a standard wage or a standard income, or you know, every family getting a check for X amount every year. I mean, again, they don't care if that if that debt ceiling gets to fifty trillion dollars. They don't care. The reality is, I guess they don't think you're ever going to have to pay that back. Well, you know, this is the uh, this is the philosophy. You know, I mean, the, the former uh, chairman of the House Budget Committee when the Democrats were in charge. Uh, was caught on video saying that, you know, it's like Monopoly money. We can print as much as we want, and we just hand it out, and people play the game. And uh, it, it, did, it hasn't been working well, but that's the philosophy of the Democrats. And, of course, they still control the Senate and the White House. And so the challenge for House Republicans is, you know, how can you accomplish right. something in terms of spending restraint when you're negotiating with people who are completely disconnected from reality? Good question. Phil, how do folks find your article? It is on AmericanCommitment.org. Appreciate it. Phil, as always, thanks for joining us, sir. All right. Have a good one. You bet. Have a good night. And I've got something to play that goes along with everything we just talked about. My boys actually just sent me this a moment ago, so let me really quick get the sound up on this, Charlie, to make sure things play correctly. This is, I believe, I haven't, I've not listened to this, but I already know it's Senator John Kennedy. He's interviewing Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, so I know there won't be any bad words, and I asked my sons if there were and they said no there are not so charlie you don't have to worry about that but i'm going to go ahead and play this it's not very long it's about i don't know 50 seconds or so here we go raising interest rates to slow the economy are you not yes to cool the economy off um and one of the ways you measure your success other than fluctuation in gross domestic product is the unemployment rate is it not yes one of the measures okay so in effect, this, I'm not being critical. When you're slowing the economy, you're trying to put people out of work. That's your job, is it not? Not really. We're trying to we're trying to restore price stability. No, um, you're trying you're trying to raise not, not the wages. Un, you're trying to raise the unemployment rate. 
That means, I know you don't like the phrase, so let me strike it. You're trying to raise the unemployment rate, are you not? No, we're not trying to raise it. We're trying to realign supply and demand, which could happen through a bunch of channels, like, for example, uh, you know, just job opening. He's lying. Yeah. Sorry, Jerome. Lie, <laughs> lie, lie. You have said numerous times one of the indicators that the Fed is looking at is unemployment. And you want to see that number go up before you stop raising rates. You've said that. You're a liar, Jerome. Well, and besides which, John, how can you suffocate economic expansion without killing jobs? You can't. What? I mean, that's ridiculous. You can't. And again, the Fed has done too much too fast. It is going to start affecting the economy in a very negative way. The other thing that's happened with the Fed, and I don't think they like this. I've said this numerous times on air. We'll talk to Scott Garlis a little later in the week because they're going to have some other announcements. The Fed will this week, and we'll get an update from him on Thursday. But the reality is, and I've said this numerous times, the Fed doesn't have the same amount of tools in its toolbox that it used to to control the economy. It's different now than it was the last time around. And they're losing their grip on the economy, and they, frankly, Andy, don't know what to do. And that's a problem for us. Yes. Because they don't know what to do. Well, they've given up on supply and demand. And I know that sounds weird, but just looking at energy, all they want to do is cut demand. Right. For because energy. You can't. They want to make it so the economy is bad enough and people don't travel enough and don't want oil enough, don't want gas enough to where then the prices will go down. And it's just like, has it ever occurred to you to boost the supply right. of oil and gas? Right. Which will then bring those prices Which will down. bring, so you can, and by the way, by boosting the supply, uh, especially here in America, of oil and gas, you're also creating more what? Jobs. So you're creating more jobs, more hiring, and lowering the price of oil and gas. And actually, Andy, because of the control that we have over the markets worldwide, you're going to do that on a worldwide basis Absolutely. as well. So even a lot of the goods that we import, because we don't make enough of them here in the United States of America, you're going to lower those prices as well. So right. in essence, Andy, the fix, and we've said this numerous times on this program, one of, not the only, but one of the biggest fixes to the current economy and inflation right now is more energy supply. Oh, that's yeah. simple. That's it, folks. Oh, my goodness. Is so, that, so that's anybody huge. that would run around like the Biden administration and Jean-Pierre herself, who always has a stupid answer, by the way. There's one way to fix this. More supply of energy, which, by the way, they won't admit will be a fix to the economy. Right. They won't admit it. John, how about more supply of mining? More supply of everything, Andy. Yes. Natural gas, mining. So coal, uh, yes, natural coal, gas, coal. Oil, oil, all of that. We oh, need more my, of. My goodness, if we unleashed coal again... Oh, my goodness, the difference it would make. Huge. Oh, huge. And, and natural gas, it. of course. Oh, my gosh. It would be absolutely There's a big battle. Huge. Some of you may not know about this, but there's a project up in Alaska right now, the Willow, I think it's Willow Run or Willow Project, something. It's, it's named Willow. That's all I know. Sorry, I, I should have looked it up, but didn't know we were going to talking, be talking about this particular uh, uh, item today, so I didn't have it in my notes. But it's, it's the Willow Project up in Alaska, and there's a big debate right now being inside of the own, the own Biden White House right now as to whether or not you're going to support that or not. That's a ConocoPhillips situation. They've had the lease for some 20 years. They've been paying on that lease for 20 
many years. There's been a certain amount of approvals already. I think up to five different drill sites in that area. It will produce up to, don't quote me on this, but I think it's 180,000 barrels a day of oil. That's a significant amount per day that it would actually right. produce. It's huge. And, and here's what's happening. The Biden administration is doing its best to take that five sites down to like three or two. ConocoPhillips, I think, is basically thumbing their nose saying, no, we've got approval for five. We're going to go ahead and do five. And right now, because the Biden administration has had to sign off on that, they really have no choice. They're in a predicament because all the lefties are basically saying, you can't do this. And the Biden administration has no choice. And by the way, John, I got proof for you that the Biden administration knows that more supply would be good for everybody because they're actually trying to do it by lowering our national reserve. Right. Of oil, our oil reserve, which is ludicrous, of course. Uh, Eating into that to boost the supply is insane. Uh, Trump filled it up. Now you're draining it. But the fact that you even try that is saying what? You know we need more supply. That's right. Well, unleash it. That's right. And if you, if somebody wants to quote me or, you know, check me on my and facts a minute ago, I think it is 180,000 barrels a day that that would produce as soon as we get it turned on. Yes. And by the way, in doing that, guess what you don't have to do? You don't have to raise a single interest rate. You don't have to do anything with nope. the Fed. You'll automatically bring prices down. Yeah. Overnight, Jerome Powell. And by the way, what about all the strangling regulations that kill supply lines that the left does? We haven't even touched that. Yeah. How about loosening regularly? If Trump were in office right now... It'd be different. Oh, my gosh. Way Supply different. lines would be streamlined across the board. I just can't believe, folks, that there's people out there like Jerome Powell that act as smart as they really act but are as dumb as a rock. I'm sorry. Those guys are dumb. They don't live on Main Street. They live on Wall Street, and they're clueless. Well, and John, don't you think when it comes right down to it, they're just activists? They're lefties. Yes, they very much are. Yes, agree with that. All right, Flushing Back is up next. Anything legally speaking that you need help with, give Kevin a call, 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, 720-526-0231. Anything you need when it comes to your HVAC or electrical, call them today and find them at klzradio.com. Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home, and it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're 
recommending it. We pride ourselves on high-level communication. Make sure you are heard. Work with professionals that listen. Schedule with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate. And John, really quick here, uh, let's talk about hiring again. All the raising of interest rates that, you know, he's been pushing. What has this done to the housing industry and what has that done to hiring? Well, and, and it was their goal. Again, he may not admit this on stand, but it's been their goal to slow all of that down as well, really to kill some of it off, if you would. And there's there are developers out there. There's some big ones, by the way, that they're seeing orders become canceled. They're having to slow down their production, if you would, Andy, or the building of homes and so on. At a time when we still need homes in this country, the problem is what the Fed did is they overnight, literally within a few months, overnight doubled people's house payments that would be going out looking for new homes. Yeah. Overnight, doubled it. But let me guess, let me guess. To him, that's all, you know, this, uh, what that does to jobs, that was just happened by mistake or by magic or something like that. He didn't mean to kill off all those jobs. Well, like I said earlier, actually the Fed said, yes, they'd like to see unemployment go up. That's why, and I can this prove, is my ridiculous. Point. I'll prove my point this way. Every time we get a strong jobs number, they raise rates. Right. Because that's exactly what... Kennedy was saying a moment ago that I just played. They, the Fed, want to see jobless claims go up, not down. Right. When you say, well, we're just trying to kill inflation, we're trying to bring down inflation. Dude, the only way you do that because you don't deal with the boosting supply of anything, Correct. right? The only way you could do that is killing demand. How do you Correct. do that? You get rid of jobs. Right. You make it so fewer people have jobs to pay for stuff. How is this? I, how could Kennedy be more obvious? Somebody, he was so spot on. And, and by the way, this is another another topic that kind of dovetails into what we just talked about the last segment. And somebody just texted in, what does it look like when the debt does implode? Well, frankly, I hope I'm not around by then. I hope I'm dead and gone because when our debt as a country implodes, um, we're screwed. You Sayonara. Be, you, you become a Venezuela. You become something to where you might as well take your dollar bill and wipe your, your rear end with it because it's not going to be worth anything. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be... You know, gross and graphic, but that's the reality of what a dollar will be worth if that happens. Am I right, Andy? Oh yeah, it's Weimar Republic time. You, you, the the I dollars, mean, your toilet paper away. will be worth more money than the dollar bill. Yeah. So you, you, you wheelbarrows of cash for bread. We don't want yeah, to I mean, see that's... that happen. I mean, we want to do every single thing we possibly can to not see that. And and one of the things to, you know, keeping us in better shape than everyone else is we're in better shape than everyone else. Only reason we're able to handle $32 trillion, I'll correct Phil, by the way, it's very, very close now to 30. Well, I'll look at the debt clock. I'll tell you right now what it is, Andy. Give me one second for it to load. The national debt, as we speak right now, it is loading up. It's $31,600,793,000,000. So we are inching up to $32 trillion as we speak. Right, we're at about 317. 31.7, pretty close right now. Yeesh. Oh, gosh. That is a lot of stinking money. Right. People don't realize the average person just throws that trillion, even the average politician 
throws that trillion-dollar mark around like it's no big deal. Just to refresh everybody's memory, a billion dollars is a thousand millions. A trillion dollars is a thousand billions. That's just one trillion dollars. Yeah. So we are almost 32,000 billions in debt, Andy. Yeah. It's a lot of money. You know, this is why I hate liberalism. And I look at liberals, John, and these people literally feel good about charging today's economy on their kids' credit card. At skyrocketing interest, by the way. Joe's come on here and talked about that before. And so, and yet they don't care. That to them is fine. They literally are fine with buying votes mm-hmm. from Americans by showering them in cash today mm-hmm. that is charged on the credit cards of their children. How heartless is that, John? Is there anything more heartless than that? Anything. These people have no soul. They have no soul. None. Nor do they care. They don't care. Have no soul. Don't care. And, and I, you know, I just, I just sent a text message off and said, you know, basically Jerome Powell, Jerome Powell, does not care about the little guy at all. No, he proved that by what he just responded to, to you know, to Mr. Kennedy about. He does not care. Yeah. By the way, the little guy builds and fixes houses, John. Mm-hmm. And he's cr- crushing that industry. And he doesn't care. The he, little guy gets lumber. He doesn't care doesn't care nope he does not care so i've said it time and time again i'll keep saying it those of you that are on the left some of one of you somebody please please send me a text call me convince me that your side really cares about the little people because everything you're doing would say otherwise so some one of you out there please there's there's plenty of liberals listening one of you please send me something that would prove me wrong that you don't care about the little guy because every single thing, every single message you continue to send out says you don't. Yeah. John, you know who the littlest guys are, like literally in stature? Children. Mm-hmm. Okay? And when you guys say you want a clean debt limit increase, you're charging that on yep. those little people. On the backs of them. You know. Now, it's not like I'm just alleging this and you guys didn't know this. They know this. Mm-hmm. They know they're doing this and they're happy about it. You're doing that to kids. Yep. You're saddling with them with this yep. so you, you can charge your economy on their backs. Yep. And the kids of the kids of the kids of the kids That's, when you're that much in debt. You know what I say? You're a monster if yep. you're okay with that. Yep. And again, any of you that are on the left, I know a lot of you listen, please send me something that would convince me otherwise. Even give me a glimmer of hope. That the left cares about people because every single thing you do, every single thing you talk about, every single thing that you are in favor of would tell me opposite. Yeah. All you do is buy today's votes with kids' money and at high interest. And on top of that, I can add in even some of your social policies. Tell me how abortion helps the littlest of little. Tell me how, uh, you know, allowing sex changes of a three-year-old how that's not injuring people and how that helps the little guy. I can keep going. Oh, yeah. And by the way, heck, they're not just for abortion. They're for abortion in the ninth month. We're talking fully formed people. Some of them are who just haven't the left the womb Andy. yet. Some of them, they're okay even after, after yes. it's left the womb. They're yes. fine. Yes. They could be guys, sitting on the counter and they're fine with that. Guys, your party is sick. Yeah. I mean sick. There's and, no defense for it. And I'll add one more thing while we're at it. Might as well. Might even say this tomorrow on uh, 
the National Crawford Roundtable, because I know I'll get some cheers from Bob Duco especially. If you're a Christian or you call yourself that, oh. and you're voting for anybody with a D next to their name, you are the problem. Yeah. You're not part of the problem. You are the problem, and God forgive you. Yeah, and let me tell you something. If you're voting for someone with a D next to their name, we're talking not the Democrat Party 50 years ago. I'm talking now, okay? Right. If you're voting for anybody with a D next to their name, please remove the C next to yours. Thank you, because you're not. Sorry, I'll say it straight up. You're not. You are supporting. You are supporting genocide of babies in the ninth month. You are, or even past the ninth month, as you've said. Yep. You are supporting uh, telling little boys and girls that they are little girls and boys. Okay. Yep. You, 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 in my opinion, Andy, you cannot be a Christian. Vote for somebody that has a D next to their name and call yourself a liberal Christian. There's no such thing. Yeah. Just call yourself what you are, an atheist. Be done with it. Move yeah. on. Just get on with it. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tired but, of you. Yeah. I'm tired of dinking around with you. Because you, you, you are not a Christian. Sorry, you're not on the same side of the aisle I'm on. Right. You hate anything to do with liberty. Correct. Correct. Or Christianity, for that matter. Well, our look, our national ideals of liberty came straight out of the Bible, John. Mm-hmm. And that I know un- that's uncomfortable and, and for the left. And that unborn baby has the same rights, in my opinion, you have. Yeah. And there are wonderful, by the way, there are wonderful uh, Republican atheists who I know, and they're, they're incredible people, okay? But they don't freak out at, about the fact that, oh, yeah, our, our national liberty did uh, was you know, grounded yeah. in Scripture. They don't care. They just want liberty. Yeah, that's a great thing. So a picture the, the left other, doesn't want liberty. So a picture the other day of some whacked out, insane woman that was pregnant that had written in magic marker across her, her pregnant belly. She's probably seven months pregnant from what I could see. Okay. Not a human yet. <laughs> now, and, and a lot of people commented back, by the way, very, very smart people commented back and said, yeah, said every person that asked their mom, what was it like carrying me when you were pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, there was no you. <laughs> you didn't exist yet. You were a growth. That was a good. That was a good comeback, by the way. Said every person that asked their mom, "What was yeah. it like when you were pregnant with me?" Yeah. As I was kicking, mm-hmm. was it growth kicking? Mm, what was it? I mean, that's just how sick and twisted your side is. And if you're a Christian voting on that side, you're that as well. Yeah, you're no different. There was a time when you could be a Christian and and a Democrat. Not and, anymore. And you could. To a degree, put, now even back then there were philosophical problems with the bases of it that that were irreconcilable. But at least, at least you could make the stretch. Now, forget it, forget it. There's a chasm between the Christian faith, the true Christian faith. Okay, not my Christian faith. I mean the one that's just flat out in the Bible. It's just written there. Okay, but there's a chasm between that and the Democrat Party right now that is absolutely too wide to jump over. Mm-hmm. All right, we will be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. We are Affordable Interest Mortgage, I should say, is up next. Kurt Rogers, speaking of mortgages and everything we just talked about with Jerome Powell, give Kurt a call. Find out what he can do for you, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over 748 a month less the first year, 
511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, High Five Plumbing is next, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Keep that number handy, and they will handle all of your plumbing needs. You think it's just a little bit of hair clogging your drain, but when you clean it out yourself, that doesn't solve the issue. Whether you're facing slow drainage, a complete clog, or trouble with backflow, High Five Plumbing will do a full inspection of the problem and help you understand how you can be proactive in the future. Anytime your plumbing won't drain, it could be hair. But it could also be tree roots, cracked pipes, or a buildup of quote-unquote fleshable products. Whatever the case may be, when you aren't sure what is causing the clog, you need to call a professional. Call the plumbers that educate you at High Five Plumbing so you can prevent the same problem from happening again. For a limited time only, KLZ listeners get $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Premier Home Remodels. Again, anything you need when it comes to remodeling, not repairs, but remodeling. Give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Brian Prendergast, owner of Premier Home Remodel, says that he works with integrity because there's no other way to go. When you choose Premier Home Remodels for your bathroom, basement, or kitchen remodel, you get transparent prices, communication, and progress updates every step of the way. Before Premier, Brian worked for another remodel company that overcharged for labor, marked materials up to 30% above market value, and frequently ignored building code. That's why Premier Home Remodels will never sacrifice what they believe is right just to make a profit. No markups, no unexplained fees, and no cutting corners. Everyone stepping foot in your home is fully insured and has 25 to 30 years of experience in their trade. Premier proves their integrity with a full inspection on the work and a warranty on labor of up to one year after completion. Call Premier Home Remodels now at 888-679-0288. That's 888-679-0288. Get your custom remodel done with integrity. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart. Call him today. Anything you need when it comes to your roof, a complete replacement or a repair of 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. 
That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. And Andy, um, yeah. I know I sounded like I might have been a little hard on Christians earlier, but I don't really think I am because I'm sick and tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of people claiming that they're Christians, that you know they love the Lord, they love this, they love that, but at the end of the day, they actually hate people. Because if you vote for Democrats, you hate people. Because it's very apparent from what the left does that they hate people as well. Yeah. Look, if, you, if you're a Christian, you say you're a Christian, right? And then you look at Baltimore, Detroit, San Francisco, L.A., and all these cities, and you say, yeah, that's the way to run a city. That's good for people. Please drop the C. Drop the C. Don't claim to be a Christian. You're insulting me, mm-hmm. okay? You're insulting me by, because those, those places are hellholes that are horrible, and people always want to escape them, either to the suburbs or to a red state or whatever. Just drop the C. If you look at... You know, people coming here illegally, breaking the law to flood into this country. That's called an invasion. Literally illegally coming here rather than going through ports of entry and doing it legally. And you want to reward them for it? Drop the sea. Tell me, John, where in the Bible? Because, you know, there are people out there saying, yeah, you're just talking about your Christianity. Oh, okay. John, help me out here. The Bible is a huge book. It was written by, you know, over 40, 40 authors over 1,500 years. This is a big book, okay? Mm-hmm. Big. Right? Tell me, where in there does it say to reward illegality? It doesn't. Nowhere. Oh, did I, I miss that? I've read it cover to cover several <laughs> times. No, it's not there, Andy. Oh, that's funny. It doesn't okay. exist. Where in, the, where in the Bible did it say to tell a little boy that, that uh, he's a girl and a little girl she's a boy? It's not there. And, that, and to cut them up. Actually, going along with that. Actually, I'll go the opposite. It, where? It talks about how you know, God the Father knew me in my womb. He knitted me and created me, which means if you change that, in my opinion, Andy, you're changing what he meant you to be in the first place. You're going against anything he would have ever had as will in your life. But, John, you're missing what was written on that lady's tummy. Not a kid yet. Not a, uh, not a human yet. I don't read that anywhere in Scripture either. Oh, it's not written in Scripture. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, once again, if you guys support that party, drop the C. Yep. Agree. I'm sorry, but that is what that that party supports now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're exactly right, Andy. Hundred percent. That party that party, by the way, supports free injection sites. You know, for for, for people to kill themselves yeah, and, in and, the inner city. And this is something I think a lot of Drop other, the a lot of Christians get get wrong, and it gets backwards as well. Andy, as well, the Christian talks about being loving and benevolent and and helping people out. And that's what the left does. Yeah. That's what the Democrat Party does. Um, no, it doesn't. Actually. No, they rob people to buy votes from people in yeah. need. And that's not in Scripture either, Andy. No. In fact, I'll also tell you that nowhere, and we've talked about this, but nowhere in the Bible does it talk about government being the entity that actually goes around and helps people. Never. It's you and I that are supposed to be helping each other out. And as a community of believers, we do that. There's nothing in there that says Caesar was to be the one helping people. Right. It's not there, folks. That you won't Caesar find it. was to supplant personal charity. It was never there. In fact, tax collectors were evil, and they were called such. 
And there were some there's some great examples in scripture where tax collectors became Christians and they went from their weary ways because back in those days every tax collector skimmed off the top. Yeah, that's how that's they why made they their were living. evil. Right. They made their living. They were skimmers. Right. The tax collectors would basically take the money, take excess money from their fellow Jews and then skim off the top. Correct. They were skimmers. And they lived in the lap, lap and they of luxury. Lived very, very nice lifestyles in doing so. Which, by the way, is what the government's doing now. Uh, how <laughs> wait, about. Wait, well, let me just say this. What's any different between a Democrat and a tax collector? None. There you go. Once again, look at the national debt. All the votes that have been bought mm-hmm. with tomorrow's money, mm-hmm. your kids' money. Hey, you who claim to be a Christian, mm-hmm. your children are broke because of you. Voting for this, mm-hmm. drop the C. Mm-hmm. Just drop the C. You don't care about your kids. Mm-mm. Christians care about their kids. You don't. You want your kids to be saddled with higher and higher and higher debt. As the Democrats just said, a clean debt increase. They want it clean. No, such no strings thing. attached. There's no such thing, by the way. No strings attached. Yeah, well, no strings attached means we can just spend willy-nilly like that, that spendthrift in the marriage Phil was talking about earlier wants to do. There's right. no checks and balance from the other half saying, uh, no, we can't do that right now. And again, you, you notice I didn't say husband or wife because it could be either or in a marriage. Oh, yeah. Some men are spendthrifts. Some women are spendthrifts. Yeah, it can go either, either way. way. Usually in most couples, there's somebody that's a little more spendy and there's somebody that's a little more savey. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes there's two savers. Heaven forbid there's two spenders because typically they're the ones that are broke all the time. Right. But typically one keeps the other in check. What What, what the Democrats want here is... No checks, no balances, no nothing. We just want a clear slate to raise the debt ceiling to whatever we want to, Andy. Yeah. Period. No accountability, basically, is what they're saying. No accountability. Yeah. So again, I go Drop back to... Drop the C. I go back to Drop you, the C yeah. if you vote for that. Go back to you Christians that think, that think that's okay. No debt ceiling, no accountability. Where is that in Scripture? Nowhere. Where is it in Scripture that a family should be run the way we're running our national budget? Nowhere. Where? In fact, it talks very, None talks of what very the Democrats specifically do. about living within your means. You know, if you're going to build a house, make make good plans ahead of time. And you can go down the line of the different things in Scripture that talk about doing things the correct manner, not the way Democrats do it. Yeah. But yet there's a bunch of people out there listening to me right now. They won't admit it, but there's a bunch of Christians out there listening that vote Democrat because of I don't know what reason. Because I just can't vote for Trump. He just tweets too evil of things. He's just too nasty. I just can't handle the way he talks to people. Yeah, drop the C. <laughs> drop the C. Am I right, drop though, Andy? Am yeah, I right? look, look. Nobody, and you and I are not coming out and saying Trump is a model Christian. No, we're no, not saying that. We're, we're not talking Christian at all. We are talking. No, we're not saying that at all. What we are talking. I don't know his I don't personal, know what his belief like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Frankly, I don't care. Yeah, that's between well, him I and God. Say. I mean, I do care. But, but I do you, know. As president, I don't care. And there are things that Trump did that we disagreed with. He spent way too much, and we yes. we came down on that. We talked about it every time he did. Yes. All right, let's see what Dan says. We we got time. Well, we'll push our break off, so go ahead, Dan. It says in Proverbs that the borrower becomes the slave of the lender. Yep. Oh, no, no. You you, you quoted that book again. You, you're just using Dan's Christianity, and you're trying to impose it on people. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're, you're like Tucker. You just cut that out. You, you yeah. cut it out from the wider context, which totally goes against it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, hey, um, so 
so the problem that we have is we're not teaching economics in school nope. anymore. We don't, Dan. Economics. We don't teach anybody even how to. I mean, I know we don't balance checkbooks anymore, but we don't even teach people that end of it. Well, you, you know, I do taxes, and it's amazing how many people don't even don't even balance their checkbooks. I'm like, and, and this is the crazy thing. I'm like, I balance it every month. They could be off a penny. I'm like, yeah, but it's only a penny. I'm like, yeah, but that penny could be a thousand bucks. Right. Dan, I'm sure you, you can attest to this. How many people do you have come through, you know, your door where they don't even know how to read their own W-2 and how much taxes they've paid? The, um, um, Too many. <laughs> More than you want to say. I, got, I didn't even hear the answer. <laughs> I know. There's a reason for that. Oh, that's bad, Dan. I just, well, the problem is so I had some people that struggled with the W-4 uh, last year, and however they answered it, they were not withholding tax from the um, from the wife's income, and I'm like, oh my goodness! So the government government tries to make it easier to fill out a W-4. You know, they don't have the uh, amount of um, exemptions to claim anymore. So you go through this whole shabil, and it's like, okay. It's like, so they answered everything, but somehow it ended up that they didn't withhold any tax on her. And I'm like, well, did you guys um, not, you know, not change change things halfway through the year? And um, they didn't. And then there's people that use the government as a bank. Oh, yeah, Dan, thank you. My biggest pet peeve this time of year is all the people I hear, well, I've got a couple thousand dollars coming back on my tax return. You're a moron. Right. You so just let I the have, government for free use your money all year long. You're an idiot. They, the the thing is, is, and this is tough, but uh, a lot of the couples with young kids, it's like you know you could probably not have any taxes withheld on it because of the the credit that they get. Right. Um, and they end up. So it's like when I'm whenever I'm doing the return, I look at them like, okay, you overpaid on taxes. And then on top of it, you're getting money for, um, you know, for the child tax. Child credit, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What got me, John, last year, I couldn't believe the amount of money that some of these couples that were getting that were making well over 100000 a year, and then they're giving them money. I'm like, this is insane, the amount of money that they got. Again, why would you want government using your money all year long? If you if you really want something back this time of year, go put it in a savings account and don't touch it until April 15th if that's what you want. Well, and, and another thing, I'm not trying to do a, a plug for Navy Federal, but all the military people and their families, you can put your money into Navy Federal and they pay the highest interest rate. I make Now, you're not making much, but you're making more than you do most other banks. Hmm. And the thing is... Is I I get money and I put it away. I, I, that's just how I am. That's who I am. I'm not saying my wife. Can you please run our government? <laughs> yeah. so, but I, I've been asking people this question. I said, where do you guys keep your extra cash? And a lot of people say, well, I don't have any extra cash. Some people say I keep it in my wallet. Some people say the bank. Some people say under the mattress. I keep mine in the freezer because I like hard cold cash. Ah, good one. <laughs> And no one looks in the freezer, typically. <laughs> anyway, that's my two cents, so to speak. I appreciate it. Dan, thanks. As, as always, I appreciate it very much. And I know I sound hard on people to get 
money back. And if you want to have a little money coming back, you don't want to write that check. I guess that's all fine and dandy. But I would advise you to make that as minimal as you possibly can. Because, again, you're allowing Uncle Sam, who spends worse than a drunken sailor, your money. He's going to use it. They're going to use it all year long and give you nothing, zero zilch in return for doing that. Why would you do that? I don't get it. Because you love the government. I hate them. I don't give Aren't you them, a good Christian? I, I'm one of those guys that writes a check every year because I'm bound to determine and not let them, let them have any more money than they absolutely can all year long. So I'm a guy that writes a check on April 15th because I hate them. <laughs> I despise them. Okay. As you guys all can, as you guys all know. And, and it's not that I despise them. I despise the way they ignore the things that we as citizenry want when it comes to how they spend money. That's what I despise, Andy. I despise the fact we have $32 trillion in debt. Yeah, so do I. I despise that. There's no excuse for it. None whatsoever. There's only one group I'm angrier at than them, and that's all the people who vote them into office to do And allow that. them to stay. And a lot, of, a lot of folks out there I know just continue to vote yourself raises over and over and over again. Well, at some point in time, those raises won't exist anymore because things will come crashing down. They, we can't do this forever and he much to phil's point earlier phil kirpin at the top of the hour we cannot do this forever it just won't work so all right coming up next golden eagle financial speaking of finances and where are you going to be down the road in retirement how do you get there how do you budget and do some things like dan just talked about a moment ago call al smith and he'll help you 303-744-1128 maximize the full potential of your nest egg discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from al smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, You can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. All right, K&R Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one. If you need any help on real estate, give them a call, 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. 
All right, if you're a homeschooler and you're looking for a curriculum or a place just to come alongside and help you, look no further. Colorado Heritage Education School System, CHESS for short. Find them at coloradoheritage.org. Give your kids the education and experience that honors God and that is good for your children. Colorado Heritage Education School System, or CHESS, comes alongside homeschooling families, helping them to provide a Christian conservative educational experience. They are an independent school as well as a brick-and-mortar school. CHESS offers a variety of extracurriculars in the arts with choirs for ages K-12, through ensembles, drama classes, and art classes. They offer fun activities like a drama dinner theater and high school hangouts for the students, so there are plenty of opportunities. Open your eyes to the woke agenda being pushed in public schools and even private schools. Take back control of your child's education with CHESS. This is the right education for you and your family. You can homeschool, and with CHESS, you can pick your child's personalized Christian education. With over 40 classes to choose from, CHESS has been helping Colorado families homeschool for over 30 years, and they can help you too. Go to coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal today. That's coloradoheritage.org. All right, Extreme Auto Repair, folks. Again, anything your vehicle needs, Extreme can help you with, including Cooper Tires at their cost, 303-841-1071. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com slash extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back, Joe. We got a couple of minutes here. Go for it, sir. All right, real quick. I just got done taping the Jersey Joe podcast, and by the way, I gave uh, gave your show, John, a little promo. Oh, I couldn't thank resist you. couldn't resist using the the clip from Bob, who who said I was brilliant. Ah, <laughs> good job. Well done. <laughs> anyway, but I did recommend to people, uh, you know, to listen. I gave them the station ID and the times. But I here's a quote of the day, which I think is applicable. You know, we talk about all this free this, free that. Eventually mm-hmm. you run out of money. Yep. And here's my quote of the day from Winston Churchill. He said, the main complaint against capitalism is the uneven distribution of prosperity. However, the main complaint against socialism is the even distribution of misery. Ah, oh, good one. Like that. And when you look at where all these people, yep. like Honduras, Guatemala, Cuba, people are risking their lives and dying. Yep. To get here, 
because they're fleeing socialist countries. So, you know, I think, he, you know, again, that was 80 years ago, but I think Winston Churchill nailed it. Um, one other thing that I think New York City, uh, they came out today with a report from the controller. You know how much it's costing New York City per day per every illegal immigrant they're taking care of? How much? $364. And you know what that comes to per day to, to and it, when you total it all up? Four and a half million dollars. A boatload, a I was going to say. Yeah, a lot. Oh, my gosh. Four, now, here's something that Sweden has started doing. Sweden has started offering immigrants into their country money to go home. And at $364 a day, that's $11,000 a month per immigrant. In two months, it's 22000 If you offered some of these people from Guatemala and Honduras $22,000 to go home, how many do you think would say, mm. sure, put, you know, put me on a plane? A lot probably would. Yeah, that's a lot of money yeah, there. for them, it's a ton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, most of them were, you know, were living in a With the agreement, they can't ever come back, though. Bribe the right. world to go away. Right. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of an investment, I mean, in, in 60 days, they're going to spend $22,000 in 60 days. You know, I would start just like when they deny you boarding, when they have an oversold flight. Who wants the, you know, $300 if you go on the next flight, $500? I would just keep raising the offer till I got enough hands going up. And I think if you start offering these people ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 to go home, um, I think a lot of hands would go up. I think it's worth a try. I don't think you're that far off, Joe. <laughs> All right, guys. Not a bad idea, by the way. You're spending the money anyways. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, see if you can get them to go home for the same, because in two months you'll you'll make yep. it back in two months. Appreciate it, Joe. Right. Uh, and Joe's got a great podcast, by the way, so uh, you can always find that Jersey Joe podcast. And then um, the only other thing I would add to what Joe just said a moment ago, what I really would like to see us do is just not let them get here in the first place. Yeah. You know, let's establish a great immigration system. I've said it many times. Let's do a merit-based, uh, you know, immigration system to where you have to bring something to the table. You get a certain amount. You know, maybe there's five or six categories. You get a certain number for each one of those categories. Unless you meet a certain number, period, you don't get in. And then after that, yeah, you know, based upon your merit and what you bring to the table, you may or may not get in the get in the front door. None of which happens unless you secure the border. Correct. Fully secure, secure the border. Yeah, you Starting with a wall. Can't have this porous open border that we have right now on the south end, by the way. We have right. a pretty secure north border because of the country we have there. So the reality is secure the southern border, do a merit-based system, and away we go. Done deal. It's pretty simple. So, yep. All right, Health and Wellness Wednesday tomorrow. If you missed any of our first hour, which Andy and I had a great time, by the way, listen to that next between 6 and 7 p.m. Otherwise, Andy and I, this is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, signing off, KLZ 560.